as people leaders, our role as individuals who influence others is to always stay focused on our own development, is to help those around us become their fullest potential, develop, grow. I need to understand personal goals. I need to understand professional goals. I need to understand your desires. I need to understand my own desires, my own plans, my own objectives. As a business leader, you know attracting top talent is just the beginning. Real growth happens when you lead yourself and others well. Creating a company culture that attracts, nurtures, and retains the best of all things. We'll teach you how to make an impact through a holistic leadership approach. Reframing success in leadership. This is the Talent Magnet Institute podcast with your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Hello, and thank you for joining me in this week's episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. This is your host, Mike Sipple Jr., and I am so thankful that you have decided to join us today. I appreciate uh, recently we have had hundreds of leaders from throughout the United States sign up for our Leadership Basics course. We have had countless organizations register space for their employees to learn and grow and become a talent magnet. If you follow us on LinkedIn, you'll note that our LinkedIn page has been congratulating countless people who are finishing their Leadership Basics course and moving on to our membership journey where leaders can go through eight modules, eight training modules, and work towards a certification of becoming Talent Magnet certified. It has been our focus with what I just referenced to help organizations invest in their people. So if there's anything that I would say that we need to focus more on, it is investing in the people who are around us. That includes certainly the competencies of someone's work, but most importantly, we need to be focused on the people around us, helping them unlock their fullest potential. I talk about it all the time in this podcast. You heard it in the introduction. We are serving and helping individuals unlock their own potential and also helping companies have a place to turn to invest in the people around them. One of the topics that gets thrown around quite a bit right now is the whole discussion around the great resignation. Because our world loves to put a brand behind something, loves to create a title that we can hit on that all of the newspapers and all of the leadership magazines and all of the blogs and all of the podcasts can discuss. And I have to tell you, for me, titling what we're experiencing right now of the great resignation is no different than mislabeling the many reasons why people are changing jobs. You know, at the end of the day, we need to recognize that the great resignation is simply the causation of what I'm calling the great realization. So you've joined today's discussion to really unpack the great realization, and that is what is causing the great resignation? Are individuals taking control for themselves, making decisions that are right for them, their families, their career, their personal lives, taking the step towards a brighter future, recognizing that where they're at today doesn't necessarily align 
to where they thought they would be or where they now desire to be based on what their personal journey has taken them through over the last couple of years. So yes, do people resign? Absolutely. Do people change jobs in the midst of uncertainty? Do people change jobs because they've been dealt a different set of cards that's brought a different prioritization of their life? Absolutely. Do people change jobs because of toxic cultures and bad leadership? 100%. But I will continue to share that what we're finding around the change of jobs today is heavily weighted because people are making, they're empowered. They're having to take some personal decisions and ensure that where they're at right now is where they want to be. The way that their family life is set up, the way that their home life is set up, the way that their work life is set up. If we as organizations are not listening, are not focusing on a approach to leadership that I would say has never been more important to be one-to-one, the whole past history of human resources trying to create one way to lead people, one way to treat everyone, one way to have a policy that is supposed to make everyone kind of fall in line, that way of leading is gone. It was gone 18, 20, 24 months ago, and that's only going to age as this conversation stays out here in the internet. So I'm going to walk through some key points. I'm going to reference some data and some information that might be helpful. We'll put in the show notes a couple of the research papers that I'll probably reference throughout. And just know that we're here to help you, the listener, grow and become the leader that you want to be. Helping you find your greatest potential. Listening to the stories of other leaders who have gone before you, who have learned and experienced life in a variety of ways helping you understand that it's okay to have questions. It's okay to say enough's enough. It's okay to say, you know what? I'm ready to elevate. I'm ready to get outside of my comfort zone and go there. You know, there are some people who listen to this podcast that say, you know what, Mike, you say the word leadership. I don't think I'm a leader. Our belief is if you influence people, if you influence people, not if you have XYZ job title, not if you have a certain amount of people reporting to you, if you influence people in your home, in your community, in your work, you're a leader. People are watching how you respond, how you react, how you deliver, how you follow through, what your commitments are, how you show up in difficult circumstances, and how you show up when things are going great. If you influence people You are a leader. That is our definition here at the Talent Magnet Institute. It's our definition at my executive search firm that I lead and own, Centennial. So with that context, I want to walk you through some of the research of what got us here to understand that the dynamics that we're all facing did not just happen in the last two years. When I talk about workforce, workforce shortage, The other component of what got us here is how we've been responding and the great realization is pulling the carpet from under us, is pulling the rug out from under us is the analogy, or calling a spade a spade and saying, this is the situation you've not responded to. So we're going to show you what happens when there's a tidal wave that comes through. 
i.e. a global pandemic that makes people question, are they doing what they want to be doing? And are they doing it with the people who they value and trust and want to be doing it with? So there's two organizations. There's one called the Economic Modeling Dot com, E-M-S-I, if you go to their site, you'll notice that they focus on the research of people, educators, and employers. E-M-S-I is focused on the research between the connection of people, educators, and employers. So as they say on their site, who are look, people who are looking for good work, educators who are looking to build good programs and educate students, employers who are looking for great people. The other organization that we're going to reference in today's episode is Gallup. Their specific state of the global workforce for 2021. As you read through both research papers, you will find some very powerful data. So EMSI released a report called the Demographic Drought, how the approaching sandsdemic will transform the labor market for the rest of our lives. Sandsdemic. Sands means without, demic means people. So they did the demographic drought research paper. They pulled countless data points. And you will see in here that we basically find ourselves at a time where the workforce has already been falling out from under us. So I've went for 20 years, people have been talking about multi-generational workforces. And one of the things that has happened continuously are baby boomers retiring from the workforce. What has happened in the last two years, a dramatic amount of baby boomers have left the workforce. You'll see that in the data. We've heard that 2.4 million women left the workforce in one year. That is putting us back at a time that almost it's back in the 80s. Like we've plummeted. We just lost so many humans in the workforce that a lot of our gains, to be frank, that we've made in the last decade or two have been lost. We've set ourselves back. So there's two significant demographics, women and baby boomers. You'll also see that the opioid epidemic has been taking prime age men from the market at a great rate, including women, but specifically men have been leaving the workforce because of opioid epidemic since 2006, 2007. Um, We also find that the first millennial was entering into the age group of, you'll also find millennials are looking for less full-time work and more part-time work. They're looking for gig economy. A lot of people have mentioned this, the gig economy, people looking for part-time work, people looking for multiple jobs and not just one. All of that dramatically has impacted the workforce. The aging population, the working age professionals has shrunk tremendously. All of that to say is that when people say, where, why aren't people coming back to the workforce? There aren't as many people as there once was to come back into the workforce. That dynamic has been continuing to happen. So when people are surprised that they had 15 baby boomers retire. The reality is if you had one, if you had a hundred, the reality that you face is that we knew that was coming at some point. We were less prepared. Things happened almost in some cases overnight. People make decisions. There's less people to go hire. 
People are looking for part-time work. They're looking for gig. They're looking for remote. They're looking for more flexibility. And are you prepared to provide it? They're looking for organizations that are upskilling talent. They're looking for people who are realigning skills. The one phrase they mention in this report is reskilling, upskilling, building alignment. What I mentioned earlier is that EMSI also looks a lot at college students. There are fewer people in colleges today than there were a decade ago, than there were two decades ago. Now, we're going to layer in some of the other impact that Gallup references. In their recent research, effect of the pandemic, 45% of people say their own life has been affected a lot by the coronavirus situation. 20% of employees, 20% of employees are engaged at work. Globally, employment engagement has decreased by two points from 2019 to 2020. 32% of employees say they're thriving, which means that 68% of people do not consider when they're looking at their life to be thriving in their environment. We talk about mental health a lot on this podcast. The worry individuals, 41% of employees experienced worry. That is up from 30% in 2009 to 41% in 2020. 43% of people say that they're stressed during the day. More people are experiencing anger. More people are experiencing sadness. More people are dissatisfied with the world around them, right? I talk about this being our role as leaders should be focused on the employees that we get the privilege to have as a part of our team. If I'm sitting here with you a year from now and you're not more compassionate, focusing more on employee development, recognizing the great employees that you have and what they're doing to accomplish inside your organization. If I'm sitting here with you a year from now and we're not more patient and compassionate towards ourselves, we're not taking our own professional development and owning it and controlling it. You know, we've talked often on the podcast where we've talked about organizational responsibility of developing talent and individuals' responsibility of developing themselves. And I always say that it's 100%, 100%. If a company takes 100% responsibility to develop the employees that they have the privilege of employing, and if individuals take 100% responsibility for their personal and professional development, that equals the right equation. As people leaders, our role as individuals who influence others is to always stay focused on our own development, is to help those around us become their fullest potential, develop, grow. I need to understand personal goals. I need to understand professional goals. I need to understand your desires. I need to understand my own desires, my own plans, my own objectives. That's leadership. If you ask me, Mike, what do I need to be focused? What's the one thing that I should be doing this year? If I have people responsibility, if I work in a company, your number one goal is to unpack retention. Yes, you always need to be recruiting great employees and building a pipeline But most importantly, it starts with retaining our people. It starts with creating a culture that people want 
to be with you. It starts to help support the other 68% of people who say that they are not satisfied with the environment that they're in. The other 68% of people who aren't engaged, the individuals who are sitting there scratching their heads going, you know what, I just don't feel like I'm thriving in this life and in this work world. And we need to step up and help them in their own development. We need to also question ourselves, challenge ourselves with the environments that we've created. As a people leader, we have the great privilege of having people in our organization. And every day, if we do not view it as a personal privilege to lead others, get out of leadership. Because ultimately, you have the amazing chance, the opportunity to help others be their greatest self or squelch their greatest dreams. The great realization is all about people saying, I want to be in an organization where I don't just survive, but I thrive. And we have the opportunity today to help one another through the stories, through podcasts like this, through great books, through great experiences, learning journeys, to grow, to show people things that they've not been given access to, that we have the opportunity to put in leadership development programs, cohorts, build mentoring programs, to surround people with an environment to help them achieve their dreams and goals and aspirations. We also could sit and do nothing, right? I think about for the last 10 years, all these organizations who have said they can't find people, the supply doesn't exist, they're forcing stress and pressure on all of the workforce development organizations throughout the world. And you can take that all the way down to a local level and just constantly making excuses. On the other hand, there are organizations who are doing quite the opposite, that are thriving, that are hiring incredible talent, that are developing and seeing people's career pathways take off. Who are you going to be? Which side of the equation are you going to be on? As an influencer, as someone who has the opportunity to have people watching me, has the opportunity to have people watching you, I challenge you to be on the proactive side. Stop being reactive to talent development. Stop being reactive. When you look at a lot of the data that you're reading in magazines and listening to on podcasts, all of the data that's being covered is the reactive data. It's the, these are all of the causes that not leading well is creating the causes of the great resignation. The great resignation is the causation of the great realization that I want to be in a different environment. I want to work for better leaders. I want to work for a company who cares about my life as a whole person that supports me, that helps me bring out my greatest good, that allows me to show up, that doesn't create an environment where not for a company that creates an environment, that is fear-driven, that is focused on things that simply aren't important to get the job done, that's creating an environment of too much competition, not collaboration, that's creating just bad leadership, people who really don't care about the people around them, people who aren't compassionate, people who don't want to hear the full story, people who think everything is supposed to be X or Y or is supposed to fit within this box and these parameters or you're not a good fit here. We need to be creating fair 
equitable and inclusive environments that invites people to bring their greatest challenges to our companies, that allows people as they realize what they want out of life that helps them actually achieve it. Now, I know it's important to say this, so I am going to say this. There are some great reasons for people to make a transition that doesn't just mean bad leadership. There are people who are making decisions to relocate for personal reasons that are looking to go from full-time to part-time and not every company can provide that. There are people who want to be remote and not always in the office. There are some environments where you've got to be on the shop floor. Like that's where our work happens. I can't be remote. I understand that it's not always because of bad leadership that people change jobs. But what I will tell you is with the data that comes out from Gallup, and if you look at their state of the global workforce, so much of this data tells you that we are not doing a good enough job as leaders. When I see 20% of employees engaged, means 80% are actively disengaged or disengaged. 80%. Take 80% of the people around you and think, is it actually possible that 80% of the people around me might not be engaged and fully into what they're doing? That is scary. Well, how do we do that? We don't blame everyone. That's not everyone else's problem. That's our opportunity as a leader to help create an environment that allows people to feel engaged, empowered, trusted, valued, heard, and understood. You can write this down. You can flip over to a a screen and pull this up. If you go to talentmagnet.com backslash open course, talentmagnet.com backslash open course, you will find that our organization after several years now, three plus years of research and product development, we have found that leadership development is not accessible, that there are not enough options that are accessible to every employee, that leadership development and coaching is often left for people at more senior job titles. What we've decided was to build an entire platform at the Talent Magnet Institute focused on early to mid-career professionals. You're listening to this going, that's me. Or you're listening to this going, that's not me. But I have a lot of early to mid-career professionals around me. We have built a free stepping off point called the Leadership Basics. You can go to it from talentmagnet.com backslash open course. You can also go to just talentmagnet.com and find it, scroll through navigation. Our goal with this course was to create a leadership basics experience to help build confidence and leadership abilities, to help educate and build environments where teams can thrive, help people validate and measure success in their role, understand what does successful people influence and leadership look like gain knowledge of best practices, become the HR partner's business partner, right? Become, understand that people leadership and topics of HR and people leadership are not just an HR function. All of us need to have the skills. How do I be a great hiring manager? How do I be an organization that has 50%, 70% employees saying that they're engaged or fully engaged? We are trying to build from the ground up. So gone are the days that I have to wait 
until I reach a certain point in my career to get exposure to what great leadership looks like. We want to help you, the early to mid-career professionals. We want to help you, the manager and leaders of early to mid-career professionals, take major steps forward and become proactive. So often people meet with us and share If I were in an organization that had a proactive approach to talent development, you've probably seen some of the data that I put out there. There's a great LinkedIn workforce story and survey that they did that says 94%, of employees that LinkedIn workforce surveyed said they would be more likely to stay in their organization if they felt proactively invested in. Can you believe that? You also, uh, by joining us in our journey, like the facilitators on this podcast, like my guest hosts, Don and Daniel, like all of our incredible guests, faculty, executives, consultants, coaches that join us, you become surrounded by a community of like-minded leaders, individuals who know there's a better way people who understand the opportunity to build a blueprint for better leadership. So if you want to learn and grow, if you want to help others around you learn and grow, I ask you no longer to wait to join the Talent Magnet Institute's Leadership Basics course. Join our membership community. Join the journey of going through a total of currently eight learning modules to work towards becoming talent magnet certified. Our role of 180 plus episodes starting recording this podcast in 2018 has always been to unlock and transform your leadership skills, to be here as a partner for you, to build a community, to put people in your path who have gone before, to have the opportunity to share the stories, the turmoil that we all go through. We all bring our baggage, our challenges as leaders, as employees, as humans. At the Institute, we know that. Our goal is to build employers who know that, to build employers who say here in this organization, here is how we allow you to bring your whole self. How do I as a leader bring my whole self? How do I as a leader help others around me bring my whole self? How do I create more inclusive and equitable conversations? How do I build successful performance management programs? How do I create systems that support my employees and support my colleagues and peers? How do I create an environment where people feel aligned to the goals, the mission, the values? How do I create an environment where we play to win, where we work towards a common goal together as an organization, where we set clear and aligned strategies, where we build environments where our employees, they feel that they're our greatest asset. We create a culture of care. We create a culture of compassion. We help employees feel valued, heard, and understood. We create an environment that the great realization is to our advantage. Because we, as people leaders, as influencers, realize what people are experiencing and we care enough to ask the question of how are you really doing? I was talking to an individual several months ago and they share with me, Mike, I have never been in an environment 
that cared so much about me as a person. I've never worked for a company, Mike, that's ever asked the question, how are you really doing? To be frank, I've never been in an environment where people even cared. Certainly, there were colleagues and peers who did, but it wasn't a culture where you felt that you were cared for. My conversation was, then why did you stay? And it was job security. It was fear, not knowing what else would be out there, knowing what I have in hand versus the unknown. And, you know, my concern is that there's too many people leading and living like that, that there are people who are in internal turmoil where quality of life isn't their greatest good, isn't at their highest potential. And I dream of the day where individuals and organizations become talent magnet certified, where becoming talent magnet certified stands for something, stands for a quality, a compassionate quality of intentional leadership of that's a leader who I know values me, will seek to understand me, and ultimately they're going to get my best each and every day because I can be at my best. I don't have to walk around with a level of distrust. I can walk around with a level of trust. I can walk around with a level of understanding, a level of alignment. I can see the vision. I align to the values. I trust my peers. I care for my leaders in my company. I care for the brand of what, what we do and who we do it for. I love my customers. I strive to create raving fan experiences within our customers. I love being a people leader. I love encouraging, inspiring, and motivating others. I love working through conflict, helping navigate the conversations and waves of conflict to help people understand that it's okay to have differences. It's okay to bring different perspectives. It's okay to, to disagree, but ultimately those disagreements create some of the best conversations that result into some of the best results. So today I want to encourage you, no longer wait to be a great leader. You don't need to wait for the great leader to show up to solve all the problems. My goal for you today is that you become one, that those listening to this podcast would be inspired to change, to take all of the realizations that we've dealt with and that we've experienced and that we've had and become proactive, work towards the art of being proactive, work towards the art of being a great leader. Never give up. Know that there are resources surrounding you. Know that you don't have to wait to a certain point in your career to grow and to learn and to experience and to be educated from others who have dealt with very similar things. When you think of mentorship and community and friendship circles and supportive environments. That is who we are at the Talent Magnet Institute. That is who we want to be and we want to help you aspire to be a part of. So again, don't wait on a great leader. Become the leader that you were intended to be. Walk alongside of us in our journey. Please consider joining our communities. We are so excited to share that we've had people from over 35 states in the United States join our platform. They are active participants. They are diving into the courses. They're completing their badges. Our goal, certainly at 36, you want to have 50 states. We want to have 
16 countries. We want to have tens of thousands of people along this journey with us. Nothing would make me more excited to see you register if you haven't. Share with us that you heard this podcast episode. I heard this podcast episode. I wanted to join the Talent Magnet platform. I wanted to be inside of a community that cares, that's helping me thrive as a human, that's helping me help others do the same. Again, thank you to our listeners. You have been the reason why we have focused on this podcast since mid-2018. We have had hundreds of leaders of inspired voices of individuals who have lived a variety of experiences. And I encourage you to go back and find your top five episodes. Message me with your top five episodes. Message me with the career questions you have. Message me with the leadership challenges that you face, the opportunities that have presented themselves to you. Send us a note, reach out to us. Follow us on LinkedIn. Join us at talentmagnet.com. This is your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Talent Magnet Institute podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is powered by Centennial, a talent strategy and executive search firm, and the Talent Magnet Institute. You can engage with us at Talent Magnet I on Twitter or Talent Magnet Institute on LinkedIn and Facebook. Please communicate by using hashtag Talent Magnet. Find us in your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and leave a review, as well as share with a colleague. You can also listen at talentmagnetpodcast.com. Our podcast studio is based in greater Cincinnati, Ohio. We are supported by our listeners, clients, and partners from all over the world. The Talent Magnet Institute podcast is made possible by a great team that includes Janelle Spence and Christine Lewis of Centennial, Josh Chappelle and Adam Smith of Soundpress, produced by Chris Madine of New Fidelity Studios, and Audra Casino and Megan Doherty of One Stone Creative. Music written by DJ Corbett and Chris Madine. And myself, your host, Mike Sipple Jr. Thank you for joining us on the journey of developing leaders to succeed in relationships, work, community, and life, reframing success in leadership.